All right, guys. So welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome back uh, to Down in the Valley. I was about to say, Gener- hey, Mr. Toro. I was about to say Generation Orange. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, welcome back to Down in the Valley. Uh, welcome to the to the second part of the show. We had a, a lot of uh, we had a good first half of the show. We had a lot of information coming in from uh, Mayra Olivares, the director of sales of RGVFC. Some exclusives. If you guys uh, are barely coming in and, and missed it, be sure to check it out on our archives and of course on all of our podcasts be sure to also check out our friends of the beautiful game network um they're they're the people who make uh the podcast in google Podcasts and uh itunes and stitcher possible big shout out to mike sparks uh, be sure to check out the their website at bgn.fm follow them on twitter uh, at the bgnfm be sure to also follow bgn written where uh Ray uh, writes his articles called The Orange Blocks. Jacob, are you still writing uh, uh, some? I think you were. Who were you writing for last season? Uh, last season, I was writing for Last Word on Sports. I may start going back with them, but at the time being, I am with the Monitor. So once high school sports, I think, kind of settles down, I think I'm which, of course, I'm just getting ahead of myself, but I might be able to write some about the Toros in that the monitor. So that might be cool if that happens. So guys, but for sh- now... So yeah. guys, be sure to congratulate Jacob right there on the chat. I mean, we've seen him grow, you know, tremendously uh, during, his, during his, uh, tenure here at down in the Valley. And we can only hope for him to continue to grow, uh, professionally in, in the, in the world of, uh, sports journalism specifically dealing with soccer. So be sure to, to, congr- no, I don't want any virus and death protection. Go away. Um, so another thing that, that I, I do want to want to talk about, uh, today, cause we were talking, uh, about the, the game against, uh, uh, Houston Baptist University had to deal with uh, UIL. Oh my God. I can't even speak today. USL rules regarding uh, trialists. And I just, I just feel like as far as USL, I think they need to be a, a little bit more transparent when it comes to preseason and give the teams a little bit of wiggle room to keep the fans informed about what's going on. Right now, I feel like the media departments at the USL teams are really constricted to what they can and cannot say during preseason. And I think that will help out to build up the hype for a team coming once uh, the uh, season uh, opener begins. Because you want, we want to know, okay, who is this player? Who scored? Uh, you know uh, who he is, so they can so they can form like a bond. Oh, like this guy's good. You know, even though they're not signed, they're like, yeah, man, I hope they sign. And we saw it with the Rowdies. The Rowdies, they had. I don't know how they were able to get away with it, but they, you know, kept up the hype for one of their trialists. I guessing because he was a local, he did so well, and everybody, all of the Rowdies fans, were asking for this player to be signed until he was actually signed by the Tampa Bay. Rowdies, and I think we need that kind of hype. We need that that kind of uh, eagerness to be uh, to be allowed for the Toros uh, uh, coming because it'll only help with momentum and getting more people up in the stands. Yeah, exactly. 
And, I mean, what probably helped was a lot of the games that they had played uh, were, e even in preseason, were probably a lot more public than, let's say, RGVFC or even San Antonio's games. Hmm. So if you think about it that way, that's perfect. And maybe, of course, they had seen him somewhat in maybe Tulsa University soccer team or something around that sort. Because, if, uh, of course, if he's a local, that's great. And, I mean, it's the same thing. Just like Marie, um, j just like she said, you know, we didn't really take advantage of locking down Brandon Morales last year to really get everyone behind this local kid that's actually really talented and most likely will be playing for the bigger club, Houston Dynamo. And so if that happens or, yeah, if we can get someone a lot like him to really rally around just like that, that's perfect. Even a kid like Chuy Enriquez, we can really rally behind for this uh, Toro team just due to the fact that um, Chewy's had, you know, experience in Liga MX play kind of with the under uh, 15s or the under 18 teams. Because the under, so, under, under 20s for Cholos, uh, the Tijuana. And I know Aldo Quintanilla also had experience with Tigres, with Santos, with Querétaro's uh, under 20s. Carlos says that Jets, that Jets flag hurts me. <laughs> well, I can't do much about it. I mean, I can't just blur out the Jets. But then again, I'm pretty sure if I had a Patriots flag back there, that would probably cause you a heart attack or something. But we're not here to talk about the NFL. We're here to talk about USL and the Torres. <sighs> See, I don't, I don't know if I should say this. Because... I know it's been made public by the, well, by the player. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we talked about Aldo Quintanilla, and it appears he won't. He won't. He, he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We, when Ray and I were at the UTRGV soccer game as well, we didn't see Aldo Quintanilla out there as well. So speculation is obviously he must be hurt. Whether it's a knee injury, an ankle injury, things like that, we should see him back probably, if not the beginning of the season, maybe mid-season. Of course, we don't know. We can only speculate and hope that, obviously, Aldo Quintanilla, if he is, in fact, hurt, or even maybe with the Houston Dynamo, yeah. then hopefully we can get him back in RGV soon. Of course, we wish him the best whether he's playing or even hurt. So it just, hopefully, obviously, things I, will work out for him. You know, I just, the, the reason I mention it is because I know a lot of people who are going to the games are going to be asking, well, where's Aldo? Or where where is uh, this player? Where's this player? And uh, I think, we, you know, just pretty much that right now, Aldo is not available to play. And you know, just you know, just keep an just keep an eye out on that. Like you said, hopefully he'll be back soon uh, to play in this 20, 2019 uh, season because we really want this team to have our best players playing week in and week out uh, in the USL Championship. But we know that Aldo Quintanilla is one of our best strikers. Uh, you know, before uh, Carlos Small 
came uh, came into the scene, which he is back. Plus, we also have Malik Foster. We have Chuy Enriquez. Um, we now have Ro- Ro- Romilio. We have Brandon as well. And uh, hopefully we can get some good uh, trialists out there, you know, to create that competition and make sure that our starters, you know, don't get don't get laid back and like, oh, well, I can do whatever because my starting position is is pretty much uh, a done deal. So we hoped we can have we can get a, a competitive team. And I know coach said it last season 